Welcome to the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast, where sexual taboos around sex and motherhood are broken. I'm Tilly Storm, holistic sex and intimacy coach, jade egg, and tantric sex teacher. I work with high-achieving moms to ignite their sexual desire and break through their blocks to pleasure and the life they desire so they can experience epic sex and orgasmic motherhood. Grab more free resources at www.tillystorm.com. This episode is brought to you for free by the Essentially Embodied Woman Collective, my signature women's group coaching program for high-achieving moms to get their desire back after having kids and up-level their pleasure, both in the bedroom and life. If you're enjoying this content, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting app, and please rate and review the podcast and share it with a friend who could use this amazing content. Spread the love, hot mama. Welcome back to the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast, my loves. It's Tilly, and today I'm going to be talking to you about some keys to life success and how healing your sexuality is the secret sauce ingredient to being super successful in all other areas of your life. Now, of course, success is defined by you and only you and can only ever be defined by you. But what I found is that no matter what your definition is of is of success, that healing your sexuality and your relationship to your sexuality is basically like a way to catapult your success and your business, your career, your finances, and really your happiness and satisfaction and fulfillment in life. And that's because when you're not right with your sexuality, because you have unhealed and unintegrated pains, traumas, unprocessed emotional wounds and baggage, well, this will affect your career or business or how much money you make, your relationship with your kids, with your partner, your relationship with your family and your friends, as well as your mental and physical health. Oh my goodness, it's a lot. Well, there's a reason that in your chakra system, your sexual centers encompass your root and your sacral area located at your perineum or your cervix, if you're a woman, or also in your sacral area, right at the tip of your clitoris, if you're a woman, if you're a man, uh, your perineum and at the tip of your penis. And that's because of the root. If it isn't planted on a firm foundation of wholeness, recognizing that you are worthy of having an amazing life and having all of the abundance and love and joy available to you, then you're going to have a wobbly or at best a very lopsided relationship with everything sitting on top of it. So in other words, your entire life, everything other than the sexuality piece, because when you're working at root level issues, you're working at root problems such as I'm not worthy, I'm not deserving, I'm not enough, or I'm too much. All issues in life usually come from one of those statements. They all, all of our pains, traumas, and wounds generally boil down to the belief or the perceived belief that we're not worthy, that we're too much, that we don't deserve it, all of these things. So when you work on your sexuality at your root and your sacral area, you're really shifting the foundation in a very, very powerful way. Because when you build up that sense of worthiness, deservingness, I am enough. I can have these things. I can allow myself pleasure in life. I can allow myself amazing freaking orgasms. Then 
everything else is going to flow and be a lot more easier to manifest and to create. So I want to give you seven ways to know that you actually need to heal your sexuality in the first place and how healing these seven areas are going to lead to life success. I will recap them at the end in a very short and sweet manner, but let's just dive in. The first one, the first way to know that you need to heal your sexuality is if you don't know what you want or like, or how to ask for it in life or in the bedroom, you struggle making decisions because you aren't sure of what it is that you want in the first place. You lack clarity, my dear, you lack clarity about you, what you want for your life, or you lack clarity around your pleasure. And therefore you never get it or you never manifest it because you're sitting around wondering what it is that you actually want in the first place. This is a way that we hide behind our power ladies. <laughs> All right. Now, when you heal this and you discover and you get clear about what you want and like, and how to ask for it in the bedroom or in life, you are a million times more likely to create what you want than waiting around and seeing what life gives you. This is the difference between letting life happen to you or consciously creating your life and being a co-creator with life itself. A great place to learn how to start learning what you want and like, guess where you learn that my dear in the bedroom. If you can learn what you want and like in the bedroom, you can learn what you want and like in the rest of your life. And when you have clarity there, you can get clarity anywhere. Okay. Number two, the second way that you're going to know that you need to heal your sexuality is that, Hmm, you withhold sex or you only have it out of duty or obligation because you lack desire. Ah, oh, so many of you, this is what myself and my team are absolute experts in helping you overcome is this lack of desire, passion, and lust for life. When you or withholding sex or just having it out of duty or obligation. You're doing it because you don't really have a desire for it. So you do it out of habit or because you think you have to, because you got to keep your partner satisfied and around, right? Or maybe you just don't do it at all because you can't bring yourself to. And even though you desperately want to, you don't, and you feel extremely guilty and like something is wrong with you. You feel broken that you can't give your partner what you think, and you know your partner needs, wants, and deserves. Hmm. How many of you is that? <laughs> A lot of you, probably. All right, now, when you heal your relationship with desire, lust, and passion, guess what happens? You expand not only your confidence, but your radiance. You become magnetic. You quit playing small. When you don't have desire or passion, you become deflated and small and you're afraid of taking up space. You're afraid of expressing your thoughts and opinions. You're afraid of standing up for yourself. Having passion and desire and a lust for life is literally fuel for life. In the Taoist tradition, when we teach women the jade egg practice, we always teach the three-part energy system that your sexual energy fuels everything in your life. And if you don't have a ignited sexual energy, you don't have a desire, well, people are going to know and you'll end up working twice as hard for something that could be totally easy uh, simply because you are disconnected from your inner magnetism. It's like you're having to force and push and strive and strain just to get ahead 
and you lost that magnetic capability to attract what you want. So people who lack a free flow of this sexual energy, this passion, this desire and lust for life, they're playing small. And no matter how much you try to be positive and talk all love and light and unicorn farts or whatever the fuck you want to tell yourself that, oh no, everything's fine. Everything's just great. You're not doing as well as you could if you had a connection to your sexual energy and you felt desire and passion and you had your mojo and your lust back for life. Mm. Yes. Okay. The third way you're going to know if you need to heal your sexuality is If your boundaries suck, you don't know how to say no when you mean no or yes when you mean yes. And you for sure don't stay consistent with your yeses and nos. Now, when you heal your relationship with boundaries in your sex life and otherwise, you increase your inner psychological power to create what you want in life. When you say yes all the time, when you really mean no, guess what you're doing? You are creating more trauma in your body and you're shutting yourself down even more. Stop doing it. You are only hurting yourself and your partner. Someone who has wishy-washy boundaries or flips back and forth, not being clear and confident of what they want to create because they keep giving the universe mixed signals, you know, it's freaking confusing. So if you want to be more successful in life, then the confidence and inner power that comes with impeccable boundaries in the bedroom or otherwise, guess what? It's freaking respected by people. People like that. They're drawn to that. It shows people that you are not to be messed with, that you're not to be taken advantage of. People who have great boundaries, they don't get taken advantage of because they've overcome the people-pleasing tendencies and the nervous system fawn response patterns that keep attracting boundary pushers. Mm. When you create impeccable boundaries within your sexuality and life in general, you stop attracting people who are going to push those boundaries and push your boundary buttons because it's no, it's no longer needed to be healed. You always get what in front of you what is ready to be healed and to be integrated. So if you keep having these issues show up, that's because it's trying to get your attention and say, hey, you need to pay attention to this. If you keep getting your boundaries pushed over, that's because you're ready to heal your relationship with boundaries, which is the, the easiest way to do that is through creating a relationship with your pussy and your body and learning what is she a yes to, what is she a no to, what is my body a yes to, what is my body a no to. Okay, the fourth way that you're going to know that you need to heal your sexuality for ultimate life success is that you are in a creative rut and you struggle expressing who you really are. You let others define who you are because you don't know for yourself. Or if you do know, you worry about what others think and you seek external validation around your sexuality, your expression of sexuality, what you like and want in the bedroom, if you happen to know it, and you seek validation for your creative pursuits, whether you're writing or you're an artist or you're creating a business or a podcast of your own or a blog or whatever you're doing you seek and need the external validation because you're not sure in yourself. You wear masks all the time, even when you don't need them and you hide who you really are and what you really want because 
you seek that validation from other people. And this is the whole premise, by the way, of virtue signaling. So if you're a virtue signaler and you go around doing all these things because you've got this you know, thing about you that you don't want confrontation, that you're scared to be who you really are and express how you really feel, this is the whole problem with virtue signalers is that they're only doing this stuff because they don't want the confrontation and because they care what everyone else thinks. I have never had a problem with this. This is one of my superpowers in life is that I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what people think. I never have and never will. So this is really the cure to, to virtue signaling is overcoming and uh, getting out of that fawn nervous system response to please appease other people because you care so much about what they think. Now, when you get your creative mojo back again, because you're working on your sexuality and you accept yourself exactly as you are and you don't carry guilt or shame around your creative or sexual self-expression, this becomes more of a non-issue. But people who have lots of repressed shame and guilt often attract really low vibe life experiences or jobs not in alignment with their soul's truth and their true soul's calling. They also can't truly be in their power or their full potential because they're not in alignment with their soul's calling and purpose. When you learn to accept who you really are and put the freaking masks down and stop giving a fuck what other people think and you're not afraid to walk around with it off because you know who you are and what you're here to do, People will either value that expression or they're not, and they're going to go away. You are not here to make everyone like you. You are not here to be super likable and popular. You are here to be you. So if you have haters, guess what? They're going to hate. Guess what? I have them on this podcast. Guess what? I have them in my email inbox. Guess what? I have them on Instagram. Lots of people don't like what I have to say, and some of you don't agree. And you know what? I don't freaking care. I'm not here to please and appease you. I'm going to be me. You're going to be you. And if we vibe, awesome. If we don't, awesome too. Okay, number five. You are all business and no fun. You work hard to play hard, and you really have fun and enjoy the pleasure. You believe hard work is synonymous to success, but you leave hardly any time to enjoy that success or to celebrate it. When you heal your relationship with your sexuality, you are working with healing your inner feminine. That is like the whole premise of what we do in Centrally Embodied Woman is we teach women to approach their body and their sexuality in a feminine way and really heal the wounds of pleasure and joy in life. And thus, this has a lot to do with the feminine. So if you're a guy listening to this, you know, you have a feminine side as well. So it does, this isn't really gendered. We all have both energies equally inside of us. So when you heal your relationship with your own inner feminine, you learn that there's, well, there's more to life than pushing and striving and trying to force an orgasm or working hard, making money and paying bills. You realize that you are here to play and have fun and to be creative and to receive pleasure without trying to force it. So yeah, 
pleasure and fun and work are both valuable. I love and appreciate hard work and meritocracy and earning your keep. Yes. Mm, I love that kind of stuff. I built my business off of nothing with no assets whatsoever, nothing but a whole pile of debt. So, uh, <laughs> I'm definitely a believer in hard work and that hard work paying off and having a sense of pride in that and having a sense of I did this. I built this. You know, there that's that's something that no one can take away from you is that sense of inner pride. But at the same time, you know, we get to enjoy our success. We get to celebrate it. We get to have fun too. But when you have blockages to pleasure and fun in your life, like many women, many high-powered business ladies that I know and have run in circles with, you might find that you have workaholic tendencies and you define who you are by your job. Well, often people who are all business and no fun will reach a high where their hard work and effort pay off, but eventually they crash and burn and things kind of fall apart. And this is really your body and your soul's way of getting your attention to heal and integrate blocks to pleasure and fun, which often have to do with what your inner little boy or girl got taught about pleasure and fun growing up. That's why I always say, the unsexy part of sexual healing work, it always involves your inner child healing because it's the inner child's narratives, uh, their wounds around the messages that she received about pleasure, fun, joy, and play and intimacy and relationship uh, that are in need of healing in the first place. So when you can fully take in and allow yourself the opportunity to digest all the amazing accomplishments that you have achieved, you tap into the cyclical nature of how life works and how there's always a need to give thanks and to rest before starting something new again. And this is something that we teach in uh, lesson two of our essentially embodied woman group program is the cyclical nature of the feminine cycles. All of female bodies are created uh, on in a cyclical manner because we have menstrual cycles and there are so many other feminine cycles like the moon phases, the tides that we don't really <laughs> pay attention to these things because our entire working system, our entire calendar is not really set to be, um, it's, it's linear. It's not cyclical, but our bodies show us that there's wisdom in that. And doing this sort of work to heal our relationship with pleasure often means that we are being called to get in tune with our own cyclical nature and to begin to honor the spring, summer, fall, and winter phases of our life. All right. Now, number six, the sixth way that you're going to know you need to heal your sexuality is a key to life success is that you run from true intimacy. Oh, babe, you avoid getting too close to romantic partners and you keep the walls up and you keep them surface level for a reason. I get it. You keep them up because it's a safety net to keep you from you know, uh, your heart getting hurt or, you know, your heart breaking again, it can be painful, but if you want to have a truly fulfilling life to be satisfied romantically, it's going to require you to open up. And when you are truly satisfied and fulfilled romantically, because you've gotten past these intimacy blocks, you show up in your career or your business differently. You have more motivation. I mean, have you ever been in love of of course you have, right? If you've been in love, you know the type of motivation and Herculean uh, ways that we somehow get things done when you first meet a big love. It's like, 
oh my God, I have the energy and the motivation to do anything in life, right? Well, that comes and that can be sustained within long-term relationship. It's not just something that you know, you only experience in the very beginning of the relationship and then you never experience it again. You're not always going to experience that because there are seasons in our romantic lives that we have to cycle through, but there's always another spring, my babe. There's always another summer. And the way that you get to spring and summer is by going through the pain, the fear, the heartbreak, the, the, the utter, terror inside to open up and speak truth and to be vulnerable and intimate with your partner so that you can go to that next level and really fall in love even more deeply and commit to each other on a deeper level. So when you heal your relationship with intimacy, you are actually giving yourself more motivation and fuel for your career, for your business, for your relationships. It gives you motivation. All right, now the seventh way that you're going to know you need to heal your relationship with your sexuality is that you have a poor relationship with money. You spend more than you make or you hoard it. You don't spend wisely and invest or you have difficulty spending money on yourself or spending too much on yourself. These are all, there's so many ways that this goes for different people. Now, these have so much to do in common. I've recorded a couple of podcasts on sex and money before. So you may be wondering what this one has to do with sexuality. And I tell you that it has everything to do with that core wound of unworthiness. So if you want to feel worthy, worthy of having nice things, having investments, having an overflowing bank account, well, you get to heal your relationship with your sexuality because it is the best way to learn to embody worthiness and deservingness. Because if you don't feel worthy of pleasure and love and intimacy, well, how could you feel worthy of money, support, and financial freedom? <laughs> wow. Yes, this is so core to who we are. Working on that worthiness piece is something that always happens in sexuality work because feeling worthy of pleasure is such a huge wound that we have as women. So you're working with that level of worthiness. If you're working with upping your worthiness to have pleasure, you're also working on your level of worthiness to receive more. And that's how it's related, my love. So many of the women that have joined my SEW group program have simultaneously manifested pay raises, promotions, new clients and business or unexpected money simply because when they decide that they're worthy enough to experience pleasure by investing in themselves and my programs or coachings, they're also putting out to the universe that they're worthy of being supported monetarily. And it's within that commitment that shows the universe, this is where we're going. Yes, I'm upping my worthiness to receive more, show me more. And then you become an energetic, a vibrational match to that. And it starts to show up. All right, my loves. So that is the seven ways healing your sexuality is the key to life success. Let's recap for you. When you heal your sexuality, you are number one, clear about what you want and therefore more likely to get it. Number two, connected to your sexual energy and therefore more magnetic. Number three, no longer taken advantage of because you have great boundaries. Number four, in acceptance of who you really are and aren't afraid to be you. Number five, no longer blocking pleasure, joy, celebration, and fun and able to embrace the cyclical nature of life. 
Number six, more motivated from your deeply satisfying and fulfilling romantic life. And number seven, embodying worthiness and deservingness to have more and to receive the flow of money in your life. So now you see you can heal a lot when you work on the base, the root of who you are, which is your sexuality, your relationship and your sexuality affects everything. So it is really necessary to go to this level, to be the best you possible, to reach your fullest potential. It's so interesting how people will come to me who are at the top of their game in their life. They're doing amazing things and yet they've never done sexuality work. It is like the last frontier for them. They've done all the personal development before, but they've never gone this deep into their sexuality. Ah, all right, my loves, it's key. Don't forget that. Thanks so much for joining me today. Quick note that January 3rd is the last day to join us for the Essentially uh, Embodied Woman New Year edition. We are starting a new group of ladies this upcoming week. If you're ready to heal your relationship with your sexuality so you can be your best self and heal those blocks to pleasure, turn on confidence and connection to get your mojo back, well, head to tillystorm.com forward slash centrally dash embodied dash woman to apply and to book the call to see if you are a bit. Happy New Year, mamas. Time to make 2022 your year of pleasure. Bye. Enjoying this content? Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast today. And don't forget to spread the love by sharing this with a friend.